The Bear Down Report Podcast, featuring Mike Page, Jack Wright, Logan Bradley, and Ryan Dingle. Bear Down Report. All right, folks, welcome to another edition of the Bear Down Report Podcast. Folks, it's been a little while. We've had a lot going on over here, getting ready for the draft. Uh, and so uh, we appreciate your patience. I'm your host, Ryan Dangle, and today I am joined by my guest, good buddy of mine, Mike Ventry. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, folks, you know, if you are thinking about buying or selling a home this year, you've got to visit GenevaJeff.com to learn more about how Jeff Cadwalder with At Properties can help you. Jeff knows you need experience when it matters most. Visit GenevaJeff.com today or give my guy, Jeff, a call or a text, 630-254-4734. And a big shout out to Nick from Naperville, who finally connected with Jeff Cadwallader and had nothing but great things to say about him. So Nick, thank you for listening to the show and thanks for reaching out to Hefe. We appreciate it greatly. All right. So now, Mike, let's hop into this. Let's, let's talk. Ryan. <laughs> finally let's get after it let's let's do it man let's talk about it so to tell us a little bit about about yourself your your background your football background you know what you've kind of been up to with the sport of football yeah absolutely you know sports fan at heart but um i've also coached collegiately and at the high school level so i've uh had my fair share of football experience and uh just love the game love you know watching tape and you know breaking it down so i'm glad you invited me on now, you played the quarterback position, which is, is fun because we're going to be focusing on our pre-draft episode here, focusing just on quarterbacks. And the age-old question for every Chicago Bears fan, why haven't the Bears had a good quarterback? Well, I think you, you first phrased it, you asked me, Sid Luckman back in 1939. Um, <laughs> I just I took a quick gander and – and since 2010, the Bears have only drafted four quarterbacks. So that's not in addition to who they may have signed in the, you know, the offseason. But in 2010, they got Dan LaFleur, uh, the Benedicting product. <laughs> um, then we have Nathan Enderlay in 2011. And then David Foles right before Mitchell Trubisky. Do you, you recognize any of those other three guys? I, I think I think fails. I think uh, he he had a little stint, and it might have been San Diego Chargers at the time, or something along those lines. But after that, no man, that's no. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that you know the the problem stems from that. It's just uh, you know I can't point fingers. I'm not a general manager, but if you listen to AM radio, you know I think it's fairly certain that Chicago fans are not satisfied with. Uh, you know what they've done so far absolutely and I, and I think that's mike that's one of the reasons why we got you on the show to today is is to kind of think about the bears have to draft a quarterback right i mean andy dalton and nick Foles, th those can't be the only two quarterbacks on the roster right i mean they've, they've got to be drafting somebody right a absolutely i i definitely think that you know with the the eight picks that they have going into the draft i believe it's eight picks right um first a second a third a fifth and then four picks in the sixth round if they come out of this draft without getting at least one quarterback you know they, they didn't do their job you know um, I think in a draft with quarterbacks as rich as it is um, a lot of positions receiver cornerback a lot of the positions that the Bears need to fill 
um, this draft has a lot of that talent. So I definitely think the Bears will get a quarterback. I don't think they'll get one as early as Bears fans would like. Um, you know, pick 20, 52, and then 83, and they don't pick again until 164. So, uh, you know, it'd be safe to say they'll get a pick rounds fifth, five or six, but I think those first three picks, they're going to fill with positions that can play day one. It makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, a lot of people are talking about quarterbacks going one, two, three in this draft. It sure seems like San Francisco trading up to that three spot definitely indicates that we're going to see quarterbacks go one, two, three. And it seemed for a while that 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 was kind of set in stone. But now a lot of people are throwing wrenches of of Mac Jones in there. Um, You know, Chris Sims said that that Justin Fields is going to go at, at 32. Uh, so, so Mike, I got to ask you, like as someone who's played the position, your top three quarterbacks in this draft, who are they? You know, that's what makes the draft and this whole process so unique because it's a lot of speculation and it's a lot of individual assessment. So you can crunch all the numbers, however, which way you like it. Um, one quarterback might fit a, a team better than another in a certain spot. But as, as far as just talking the position, the guys available, day one, I like, you know, it's, it's not a matter of the top three. It's how you like it. So Trevor Lawrence, he's checks all the boxes. He's, you know, he's the guy in this draft. But I don't think Justin Fields gets enough credit. Zach Wilson, I don't know enough about him. I think a lot of people see him as the next Justin Herbert. He's just a talented, big body, strong arm. But as far as Mac Jones and and Trey Lance go, there's a lot of uncertainty with those two players. If you look at Mac Jones, he had the supporting cast. He comes from a great program. He's going to be a well-rounded, good mind, you know, decent arm, very limited in the pocket. Whereas Trey Lance, his numbers, 42 touchdowns, no interceptions in 2019, um, but he's playing against lower-level talent. So I like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. I think the Jets will get Wilson over Fields. Um, I just, that's just what I've been hearing. Um, but I like Justin Fields. He's, he's proven himself on the highest stage. Um, being a Georgia Bulldog fan, you know, I was sad to lose him. Um, but yeah, those three right there, I think Zach Wilson has impressed a lot of scouts and a lot of, uh, upper management, but Mac Jones and Trey Lance shake that eight ball because you don't really know what's going to, you know, come out. I think that's, uh, that's something that's interesting that you say that because Brad Biggs said that the bears were going to trade up to get Trey Lance. And there was a lot of question marks there. And it seems that, that the Chicago bears taking a quarterback with a lot of question marks, like Mitchell Trubisky, maybe not the best thing for that front office to do. Now, now, Mike, I got to ask you this. I've heard that the 2022 quarterback uh, prospects are pretty bleak. Um, I, I don't know how much you've had a chance to kind of look at some of those guys, but, you know, is it, is, do the Bears have to draft you know, high on a quarterback this, this year, or could they maybe punt the ball a little bit, you know, so to speak, and maybe get a quarterback in 2022? I think it would be a disservice to the Bears if they didn't at least draft one quarterback in this draft class. I mean, you know, Kyle Trask, Davis Mills, um, Jamie Newman, 
even Felipe Franks, um, you know, even Kellen Mond is a guy from Texas A&M. There's just so many quarterbacks in this draft. I look forward to next year, and the only two that I can think of offhand would be um, Bo Nix from Auburn and Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma. Those are two guys that – but nothing compared to, you know, this draft class and the depth that they have. Not to mention, if you look who's currently in the bullpen right now for the Chicago Bears, it's you know, two older – aged quarterbacks who both have something to prove. Um, but you got to remember the, the good old salary cap. The Bears don't have a lot of money to play around with either. Yeah, we, we've talked about that quite a bit, hoping that the 2022 uh, cap is significantly better off than, than what the Bears are sitting right now. They have, I mean, they, at some point they've got to make a move. They don't even have enough to sign uh, their rookie draft class, you know, no matter who they sign. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Now, now Mike, you kind of mentioned a few of these, these maybe mid to late round quarterbacks. Is there a, a one or two of those guys that really stands out to you that you would say, hey, you know, if, if I'm picking in rounds three, five, or six, this is a guy that I, I, w- I would really like the Bears to take a look at. You know, if he's still around in round three, I think it would be a steal if Kellen Mond from Texas A&M was still on the board. Um, as far as later on, later on, talking fifth round, possibly trading up to fourth round. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's still a pretty solid class. Guys like Kyle Trask from Florida. Um, you know, Jamie Newman, who didn't play last year, but he's, he's a physical talent, went to Wake Forest, transferred to Georgia, and then sat out. And then the guy that I, I read had had the best pro day or has created the most buzz was Davis Mills from Stanford. He, uh, he threw really well, and he came in good measurables. I know that a lot of people were really questioning his mobility, but he actually ran fairly well. And I know that, that, that has a lot of people saying, well, okay, well, Hey, let's, let's maybe take another look at him. Was there something about Kellen Mond in particular that you liked? I know um, in his pro day, he threw the ball pretty darn well, displayed some pretty strong arm talent. I know he's got some good athleticism to him. Is, is there anything about that that kind of stands out to you to say, Hey, I really like Kellen Mond. Yes, and it's the same thing that kind of makes me pull back for guys like Trey Lance. You know, Kellen Mond, I believe he started 38 games, um, started 38 games in college, and the SEC, you know, arguably the best, you know, conference in college football, um, and, he, and he held his own. You know, I, I want to say that Texas A&M had a winning record in each of his um, seasons that he started. Um, and he just is a big specimen, a big body, strong arm. Um, but it's the playing experience that really I would risk my chips on that guy as opposed to somebody like a Trey Lance where if you turn back the clock, not too many years back, we were trading up to get a Trey Lance type quarterback. And we both know how that fared out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that starting experience, I know the knock on him has been that he didn't develop, but, you know, potentially with some pro coaches, though, I'm not sure I trust Matt Nagy to develop anybody. Um, and, you know, a system uh, like Matt Nagy's may not be great for a developmental quarterback, but, but who knows, right? They, I mean, they have to take a shot at it. They've got to take a swing, bring in somebody. I mean, it has to happen. All right. So Mike, I want to yeah. do this. I, I want to put you 
in Ryan Pace's shoes. Let's say it's pick 20, you know, or, or, or rather you have an opportunity to, to trade up, you know, are, are you going to do it? What, what are you kind of thinking, you know, that, that the bears should do with the quarterback position? Are, are you trying to trade up? Are you going to try to trade back? Are you waiting to the mid rounds? What are you kind of thinking if, if you're in those shoes? I'd like to think at pick 20, if the bears haven't made a move to jump up or if anyone hasn't made a move to, to take their spot, I think the Bears are in a good position to draft a player, um, a skilled player, whether it be a wide receiver or a um, you know, defensive back, somebody that is going to be able to come in the first day and make an impact. I don't think a quarterback is going to come with picks one or two. Um, just seeing how the Bears have so many question marks on the interior line um, and in their skill positions, maybe – Pick 83, I could see a little bit of tension in House Hall. You know, there's commotion on social media. The Bears, big question mark, is it going to be the Red Rocket or Folsey? Um, I could see maybe pick 83, but, you know, more than likely, if a quarterback is going to be chosen by Chicago, it's going to be uh, rounds five or six. Okay. All right. You know, I, I'm of two minds of this one. I think part of me would really like to see them kind of push those chips in and, and trade away some draft capital for, for Justin Fields. Um, but I don't know, man, if, it, if it's a Trey Lance, even a Mac Jones, and, and they're trying to throw in for that. I, Mike, I don't know how you feel about either one of those guys and, and giving away serious draft capital. But I, I mean, for me, it's kind of Justin Fields or – or like you're saying, let's wait in, until rounds three or, or five, or maybe even round six. But, you know, at some point we agree that they've got to get one. But would you trade up? Is there any scenario where you would trade up to get one of those, those top five guys? You know what? Being in Ryan Pace's shoes, you know, which he's on the hot seat as it is, um, I would say yes. Moving up and drafting one of these premier elite quarterbacks is your saving grace in this make or break season. I don't know that they have the pull to make a big blockbuster trade like that, um, but we'll see. That's what makes the NFL draft so exciting. Um, and it, it's, it's always one of those things where you, every team's fans, you know, they check in to see who, who they get round one. Um, and there's a lot of excitement to it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to watch. I know I, I, I keep seeing all these mock drafts um, and I just, it's, I don't want to see your mock draft. I want to see the real thing. I want to see what actually plays out, see the players that we get. And then, Hey, it's time to start researching these guys and, and seeing what they can contribute to the bears. Absolutely. It's a lot of speculation. And I always say the most dangerous word is potential. Very well said, my friend. Very well said. All right. So, Mike, this is your first time on the show. And because it is your first time on the show, we are going to our absolute favorite segment, which is unpopular opinion. We have had some really, really, really good ones. Um, uh, your friend, uh, Mike Fitzgerald, uh, puts ketchup on his hot dogs. My friend, Rob Kirkland, doesn't like Portillo's. Uh, New England. That's hard to believe. Kirk, I know. Kirk dog doesn't like Portillo's. He is a very healthy eater, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, no doubt. But still, man, I just, when he comes back into town, I'm, I'm, I may try to sit him down again and be like, yo, Rob, we, we got to try this again. So, so uh, we've had a couple people that have, have, have 
picked one football one and one not football one. We've had some people say, nope, I just, here it is. Um, so Mike Ventry, I got to ask, what is your popular right. opinion? I got, I got two. I got a sports related one and then I have a non-sports related one. And I like to call him the come on, man. You know, come <laughs> on, man. Uh, my first one sports related is the Major League Baseball overtime rules with the runner on second base. Um, I'm all for, you know, tinkering, you know, and, and kind of playing with a couple of different things. And last year in a shortened season with, uh, you know, short bullpens, that was ideal. But I, I think we got to keep baseball the way it is. Um, having relief pitchers only allowed – they have to face three batters before and all those kind of rule changes. Um, it's America's pastime is the game we love because that's the way that it was taught to us and how we, we've watched it. So I'm not a big fan of that. I know some people enjoy it, but I think it takes away the strategy, the chess match that really is um, extra inning baseball. And then my non-sports related one is – when you're in the car and you're at the red light and you look over and the guy has got the full mask and the shield and the gloves, I mean, to, to each their own, but you're in your own car, brother, you know, dude, I've been, okay. Every once in a while I see it and I'm looking over like, Man, you're right. There's nobody else in that car. It's not an Uber car. So you're like, you're not waiting for passengers. Like, yeah, man, what, yeah. What, are you, what are you doing? I mean, I'm messed up whenever I'm in public. 100%. I don't, I know. I don't know if it's like Osmosis Jones is going to pop through the window or something, but <laughs> yeah, that mask in the car, that's a driving hazard, brother. <laughs> Mike. Ah, love it, dude. Thank you. Thank you for saying it. It's been the back of my head for a while. So absolutely. All right. And then Mike, uh, any shout outs, anybody that might be listening to the podcast, you might like to shout out to. I just want to shout out to, you know, all the coaches and players that, you know, if you're uh, listening and, you know, never forget those seasons we had together. And, you know, that, that's what makes the, the sport great. You know, we enjoy to watch it. We enjoy to play it. And I love to coach it. Absolutely. Well, hey, Mike, we, uh, we at the Bear Down Report just want to say thank you so much for your time. We also want to say uh, good luck in your next football season. Hopefully it, it doesn't look like this one where you guys are playing spring ball and yeah. having games canceled. And, and so the best of luck to you with that. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me on. I you know, look forward to coming back and uh, go Bears. Absolutely, my friend. Mike Ventry, everybody. Uh, Mike, if you're, if you still happen to be listening, thank you so much for all of you. Um, we, we had a really amazing opportunity to have JJ Stankovitz, uh, who was writing for NBC Ch- uh, sports, Chicago for the Chicago bears, um, and hosting, um, uh, a podcast for the Chicago bears. And, you know, we kind of threw it out there to see, Hey, would JJ come and talk to us? And he did. And Mike was actually slated to talk about quarterbacks and Mike was so gracious. He was wonderful about it. He said, don't worry about it. Bring me on another time and I'd be happy to do it. And so I am thrilled that we got to have Mike on Mike. We owe you big time and we can't wait to have you back. Thank you so much for, for stepping in to, to talk about these, these quarterbacks to be drafted. I know someone's going to fall. I want to know. I'm just, I'm really curious to know, uh, you know, who's going to fall. What, where's it going to go? Uh, I, I don't want to see any more mock drafts. I want to see actual drafts and see, see where it happens. Folks, there are so many shout outs that I have to give. It's been a while uh, since 
we've, we've had an episode and since then I was incredibly fortunate. The guys at the uh, Barfly tailgate show, um, you know, Ryan Badgley, uh, Bobby Bombs, uh, all those guys, man, it, it was incredible. We had so much fun. Um, our good friend Dan Goodwin and Brendan Chagru were on. And if you guys get a chance, Barfly, Barfly Tailgate Show. That's a mouthful, guys. Um, it was just, it was a lot of fun. We got to talk about the draft and all those things. If you get a chance, please check it out. Uh, to uh, Brendan, uh, good friend of the, of the, the pod, as well as, uh, you know, doing his own thing with Bears Wire and, and the 46 pod. Getting married this draft weekend. So, so Brendan, if you happen to be listening, uh, good luck with that, man. Congratulations. We're, we're super excited for you. And speaking of weddings, Mike Gus, right? Who's been on the show twice now. Uh, he's so good. And he also got married just recently. So Mike, congratulations to you and your wife. Um, I can't imagine what it was like trying to have a wedding during COVID and all of this. So to both of you guys, truly uh, just so happy for you both. John Buffone, holy cow, that guy was good. Um, just so much just passion in his voice and, and everything he was talking about, um, just crazy. So John Buffone, thank you so much for, for being on the show. We appreciate you and uh, just thanks, man. Another shout out to my guy, Ozzy, Mike Oosterwick. Uh, thanks for hopping on the last podcast with us to, to talk with John Buffone. That was a lot of fun. Uh, he's got some articles coming out your way. I've read them. They're really, really, really good, folks. So keep your eyes peeled to beardownreport.com to check out what Ozzy has in store for all of you guys. And this last one, folks, this one is fun. Theo from Cork, Ireland, had a really big day. Uh, that's all we're going to say, and we're, we're thrilled for him. So, Theo, uh, this one goes out to you. Big, big shout-out to you, buddy. Uh, we're all big fans of you here at Bear Down Report. And, uh, yeah, buddy, just love it. Love what you're doing. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are really hoping to get the regular crew of Logan Bradley, Mike Page, and Jack Wright back in to talk post-draft Chicago Bears. I know we've all got a lot of thoughts about that. So wait until the draft is over. That weekend is a little bit crazy for a lot of us personally. So we've got some stuff going on, but we will get that episode out to you to kind of break down. And then we're going to have some people on to, to talk about each one of these guys, um, you know, position by position and, and see what we should expect with this upcoming bear season. Folks, as always, we are so appreciative of all of you who are listening. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. If you really like what you hear, please hit us with a five-star review. It really helps to widen our audience. Thanks for being patient with us, folks, while we are a little sporadic in these episodes. Um, just a whole lot going on, but we are excited to talk to you guys and appreciative of all you who are listening. As always, my friends, Bear down.